power of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen. close your eyes, begin to bless the name of the Lord, just give him glory in this place, lift up your voice, let me hear your voice, let me hear your voice, give him glory in this place, give him glory in this place, give him glory in this Lord, we give you glory. Lord, we give you glory. We give you glory. We give you in Jesus' name have we prayed. Amen. You may take your seats. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. How many of you are happy to be in church today? All right. So, um, we are still on our series on unclean spirits. Um, we dealt with familiar spirits part one we dealt with familiar spirits part two we did witchcraft one witchcraft two on Sunday we did witchcraft three and today I'm concluding on witchcraft so it's witchcraft four hallelujah today's the last one then we can spare the witches small (laughs) so today I'm dealing um, specifically with witchcraft in the church <laughs> hallelujah witchcraft in the church everybody say witchcraft in the church yeah because all the things we've said about witchcraft so far it's, it's got to do with like individuals like witchcraft activity in people's lives but there's also witchcraft aimed at the church and witchcraft in the church hallelujah yeah, so today that is what we are going to deal with. Let's look at Galatians chapter 3, verse 1. Galatians chapter 3, verse 1. Galatians chapter 3, verse 1. It's just a part of that verse I'm interested in. This is Paul speaking to the church. Everybody say the church. Yeah, the church of the Galatians. He said, Oh foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Ask somebody who has bewitched you. <laughs> Ask another person who has bewitched you. Hallelujah. And that means bewitchment is possible even in the church. Amen. Because this letter was written to a church. It wasn't to unbelievers. It wasn't to some people walking on the street. It was to a church. And we talked about the fleshly aspect of witchcraft. And we talked about witchcraft as an evil spiritual power. And both forms exist in the church. Witchcraft as a deed of the flesh. It happens in the church. I've given you several examples of rebellion within the church. Where people don't respect authority. Where people want to do what they want. They don't want to listen to what their leaders are saying. When people believe they know better than everyone else. That is rebellion. But one aspect of witchcraft 
that is very pervasive in church is manipulation. Say manipulation. And even intimidation. Hallelujah. There are a lot of people who are in church but they are not free. They are in churches but they are not free. They are are under serious bondage. Bondage from even their pastors. It's like you know that there are a lot of men of God who they don't have any word. They don't have anything to keep you coming. If you're a pastor, the people God gives you are like a flock and the shepherd is supposed to feed the flock. The main thing that attaches the the, the, the flock to the shepherd is, is the feeding, right? And the pastor is supposed to feed the church with the word of God. So those who don't have the word, they have to find other means of getting the people to keep coming. And so they employ manipulation. They employ. Some of this is, is important for you to know and understand. Because in a few years time, some of you are sending you out to head branches of the ministry. And your eyes need to be open to some of these things. Hallelujah. Yeah, your eyes must be open to some of these things. Right now, if I send you to pastor a branch, at least for the next two and a half years, you will have messages to preach. You just have to go to the sermons and listen and add your own touch and modify. Like, it's, it's, it's simple, easy. It's, it's not a difficult thing like that. Uh-huh. But preaching is not the only thing that makes you a pastor. There are other things you must handle as well. That's why you have to know all of these things. Amen? Somebody say, why, why are you preaching this witchcraft in the church? Are there witches in the church? There are no witches. Well, we have not seen any witch in the church yet. <laughs> I've not seen any witch in the church yet. But it's important for us to know these things and understand them. Hallelujah. So as a pastor, you could very easily walk in witchcraft. You manipulate people. Put fear into people. You know, there are people who can't even travel. It's like they believe until their pastor prays over their passport. Or something. They are going to have an accident or something like that. It's, it's like a lot of bondage and a lot of control. In some homes, it's the pastor who, who decides everything. Like in, in, in the married couple's life and in their home. Decisions regarding their children and things like that. It's, it's, it's the man of God. It's like, if you don't come and consult me on this thing, it will never go well. It will never be well. You're going for a job interview. It's, it's only nice if you give your pastor that honor to pray with you. But if they make it seem like if I don't pray with you, it is never going to go well. That is witchcraft. Hallelujah. I'm going to write an exam and you didn't even call me to pray for you. Okay, let us see how it will go. That is witchcraft. When the pastor is attempting to replace God with himself. That is serious witchcraft. In some places, the intimidation even gets physical. One day, Metro TV interviewed a pastor who lashed two of his church members. He said they misbehaved. He never said what misbehavior it was. But it was a male and a female, so you you can guess (laughs) what it possibly was. He, He beat them and he was defending it. He lashed them. In some places, 
if they catch you and they say you are a witch they will chain you to a pillar in the church and the aim is to lash the witchcraft out of you in fact in lashing the witchcraft out of the witch you are practicing witchcraft it's witchcraft on its own and so sometimes as a result of wrong teachings overstretching of doctrines people don't understand what mentorship and spiritual fathers and all those things are supposed to mean so gradually the thing can turn into witchcraft and manipulation and unfortunately that is what is happening in the church today yes God said we should honor men of God God said we should respect men of God but I've said it to you before the Holy Spirit inside you knows more about your present, your past, and your future than any man of God will ever know. You can't replace the Holy Spirit with a man of God. It's impossible. What you see in the man of God that makes you believe in him is the Holy Spirit. You cannot replace the Holy Spirit with a man of God. You hear of a lot of interesting brutal stories of control, manipulation like, like real manipulation pastors knock people's heads together just to get control in the church because people confide in pastors a lot they, they, it's like when you're a pastor you have like a bird's eye view you see what everybody doesn't see because this person will come and talk to you this person will come and talk to you and sometimes pastors can use this information knock people's heads together there are some people who believe in divide and rule there's something we call divide and rule they believe in order to have absolute control over a group of people you should make sure that people are not united because when they unite they can see through your schemes they can see through your devices and they'll soon start rebelling and so they always find a way of knocking people's heads together knocking people's heads together they'll say something suggestive here say something they will nicely put two people on a collision course so they won't be friends they'll never see eye to eye and that way the pastor has absolute control over the church but that is witchcraft may you never be that kind of pastor in jesus name hallelujah and when i say pastor if you're a cell overseer it's a kind of pastor you are a shepherd if you are a leader of a subgroup or a ministry it's a kind of pastor you have people under you knocking people's heads together manipulating them people use their gifts their gifts to keep people in chains it's called charismatic witchcraft the word charismata means gifts using your gift There are some people you always see evil about them because you can see they have that if they get they will leave the church so he said this is one mama membreki amawa and people even have the nerve to say hey because you have left my church it will never be well with you are you god i mean did you shed your blood for anybody this is all witchcraft it's all witchcraft. I heard the story where in a church, it's like the, the pastor is, is not married. And if he proposes to you, you cannot say no. 
You can ah, how can you receive the man of God? What are you talking about? It is a privilege for you for the man of God to show interest in you. You can't say no, no way. You can't say no. <laughs> Control. In the church, there are people who cook for the man of God. Like Monday, you, Tuesday, Tuesday, and, and this thing I'm talking about, I hear it's happening in Lagos. There are some of the denominations, the president, specific ladies have been chosen. So you are Monday cook, Tuesday cook, Wednesday cook, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. These things are not healthy. You see, you open the church up and open yourselves up for seducing spirits and all kinds of things to come into the system. So now among the ladies, naturally, comparison, jealousy. Hey, he commented about the jollof. Uh-huh, I cooked the jollof. <laughs> uh, that means, Charlie, I made this one. Cooking constantly for man of God, people start harboring ideas. Charlie, maybe I could be the missus. So I want to be first lady. And it brings all sorts of things. And you see, these things creep into the church when we sleep. The power of witchcraft, it, it creeps into the church and cripples the church when we sleep. That's why in this church we will never sleep. Hallelujah. We will continue to pray. We will continue to generate fire. We will continue to make the environment uncomfortable for witches and witchcraft. We will spare all of them. I'll tell somebody that look. Right now, these are the beginning stages of the church. As we are growing, all kinds of elements will come in. All sorts of people. Especially when we move out into the world itself. All kinds of people. That's why we need to be equipped with this kind of message. When they start coming, you should be able to identify them. That, oh, you, you fit the characteristics. We shall start praying about you. We'll make you a prayer topic. Oh, no, because out there things are happening. Look, our church, we are blessed with a lot of very reasonable people. We are blessed with reasonable people. As I'm saying, so far, honestly, I've not discerned a witch yet. Maybe there's one with very high camouflage powers, but I haven't discerned a witch yet. But if we catch you, oh God, you will see the God of overflow. So far, nothing yet. So far, nothing. Nothing yet. <laughs> when we get out there, all sorts of people will start infiltrating the system. And we need to be equipped with some of these things. Witchcraft power can be projected against the church, sometimes from outside. Territorial witches do this side. Now, Friday night, these people they are praying too much. Oh, they are making us too uncomfortable, and it manifests in all sorts of ways. Look, there's not everybody who is happy that as a church we pray and we are consistent in prayer. So, everything they will do in the spirit to ensure you don't pray, they will. That's why when we are begging you to come to pray and stuff like that, I'm like, you, you, you don't know what you are missing. It's for your own good. It's for your own good. 
there are times incantations and spells are projected against the church and weak people who don't pray they turn out to be the victims of those incantations it manifests as laziness you just become late. Sunday morning you wake up and you yawn. Ah, you don't even understand why you are yawning. Saturday morning I didn't yawn like that. Monday morning I didn't yawn. Sunday morning suddenly laziness. You don't feel like going to church. You see that is why it's good to be active in church and be part of a ministry. When those things come eh, sometimes it is your role and your responsibility in church that breaks the power of whatever has been projected against you. You know that Charlie I have to come and sing this stretching, I'm stretching and yawning, yawning. At the end of the day, I have to come and sing. I have to come and usher. I have to come and do technical work. Hallelujah. When the Bible describes the enemy as a lion, if you've watched National Geographic and Animal Planet and things, when lions are attacking, they don't attack those who are in the core of the head. If let's say there's some zebra or some antelopes that they want to chew, a lion wants to chew. They'll stand at the back and that's what the devil does. He watches. He will never go for the one that is in the middle, at the core of the thing. Those who are, are, are really part of the group. Don't go for those ones. Don't look at the ones that are walk alone. You feel you have got a swag, you know. They just, let me go and graze on the side. I, I can't be with these people. And in the church, those are the people who are not with the group. They are, they are those who, who don't take part in anything. They are on their own. They are doing uh, peripheral nerves. They are, they, are, they are not in the core. <laughs> and those people end up being very easy targets. No, it's not a coincidence that those who don't come to church regularly are those who are not really active in church. It's, it's simple. Like, it's as simple as that. They are those who are outside the group walking around. There was a time a church attendance dropped. Like the fellowship attendance dropped. During prayer, God opened somebody's eyes. They saw somebody, a cowboy, holding a. You see the cowboys, the way they hold the rope and they. And it's like the people were there. They would throw the rope like that and then squeeze you and then you just fall down like that. Pop. They just squeeze you and fall. And Satan is squeezing people. Suddenly, three weeks continuous, we don't see you in church. And there's no good reason for it. You haven't gone for community health. You haven't gone to go and do anything. You are just sleeping in your house. Say witchcraft. You see, when you sin, eh, sometimes that's the reason why people don't come to church. Friday, Saturday, some things happen and you feel like, Charlie, you shouldn't come to the house of God. When you sin, that is when you really need to come to church. In fact, that is when God wants you to run to him. Don't let the devil deceive you. You are, you are unclean. The, the church is for you to be perfected. He will ensure that the very things that will prevent you from going back to that sin, you avoid them. And one of them is coming to church. I'm in for prayer meeting. Sometimes when people have messed up like that, oh, when you are passing somewhere and they are even playing Christian music, you feel like you are not ready to listen. When you see a Bible, then something happens to you. But those are the very things you need to run to. Hallelujah. 
may the cowboy never squeeze the life out of you when the bible said look in the parable of the sower they said what one of the groups of the seeds they said birds came and ate they just took it they said that the enemy comes and takes the excitement he does it through witchcraft and then you can come to church they preach a message you are so excited about them i shall do the word i shall do the way i shall do on sunday monday where is that i shall do the word it's like as if nothing had been preached to you witchcraft manipulation incantations that have worked on you and ensure that the word doesn't get planted in your spirit for you to become a doer of it and listen i'm saying some of you you experienced it before you were excited about something a few days later it's as if ah Charlie, what was this whole excitement about there are things going on in the realm of the spirit and we need to wake up we need to be prayerful we need to be combatants like we need to be to be aggressive and to deal with these things it's not flesh and blood it's not flesh and blood sometimes mental strongholds there are some believers who are just sunday believers it's a mental stronghold no matter what you say midweek friday prayer meeting and it's not like they are doing anything friday evening nothing probably watching tv changing channels watching some series and you know wednesday evening champions league and you know things like that nothing serious for them to do but it's a mental stronghold may every mental stronghold be broken in the name of jesus another way witchcraft activity against the church manifests is to bring confusion confusion among members satan doesn't like peace like ah, that's just why they love each other too much they are always excited to be around each other you know the way people say overflow is like a family we are like a family satan is not happy and so he would try to bring confusion it works through offense it works through bitterness those ones have talked about i'll come and talk about them again see those two things that we can never finish talking about them always you must have vaccination booster against offense and bitterness because the enemy will always come back and attack to bring confusion unnecessary quarrels gossiping news update in quote some people news update people like they, they give news this person says this about this, but this, is, this is, what gossiping does is that you see when you are transmitting the information sometimes some is lost some is added some pepper is added some garlic is added you add spice to it so eventually the thing becomes a lie and the subject of the matter hears about it and says ah, you went and lied about me you said this and this and it becomes a whole lot of things so far I have not had the chance to handle some of those things okay, this person has gone to say, say but may it remain the, the same hallelujah yeah, some, some of the things that the pastors are dealing with it's serious matters so they give you headache you go and sleep you can't sleep coconut spirit the, the church and the, they are all effects of witchcraft manipulation and today I won't talk much. After a while, we'll zoom into prayer. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. We'll zoom into prayer. We'll deal with all of these things in the realm of the spirit. So confusion, inconsistency, 
spells are cast to douse people's fire. And you see some people, they become consistent for a while. It's like they've undergone some personal revival suddenly. You don't see them again. While men slept, some incantations were and spells were cast on them. That's what the Bible says. Be sober and be vigilant. For your adversary, the devil walketh about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. If you make yourself available for the teeth of the enemy, he will devour you. But may the Lord smash the teeth of the enemy into his own mouth. Hallelujah. Ah. Another way witchcraft against the church manifests is in the form of immorality. Immorality. The spirit of witchcraft goes with immorality. The two cannot be separated. It's not possible. It's not possible. Why you take Jezebel? Jezebel was like the epitome of witchcraft. There was immorality, there was seduction, there was control, everything. And that's how the spirit of witchcraft is. Immorality. Wherever there is immorality, there's a spirit of witchcraft there. And look, immorality can enter a church so badly, eh? All sorts of things will be happening behind the scenes and we'll all be lifting our hands and worshipping God and thinking we are all fine with God. Immorality. Fornication. Adultery. There's some people, they join churches and they come with the spirit of immorality. They just enter and suddenly... They are flooring men after men, women after women. And these are things we must be awake and sharp about. We, we shouldn't allow these things to creep amongst us at all. Let me show you something in Revelation. Revelation, I think, chapter 2, verse 20. Give me NLT for that one. Revelation 2 20. Jesus was talking to one of the churches after he had commended them. He said, but I have this complaint against you. You are permitting that, that woman, that Jezebel, who calls herself a prophet, to lead my servants astray. She teaches them to commit sexual sin and to eat food offered to idols. That means this church, they had allowed a certain woman to come in. She seemed spiritual. And church witches, they, have, they can look very spiritual. I'm telling you, you can have deacon witches, deaconess witches, worshipper witches, even prayer warrior witches. They are there. Pastor witches. They are there. That means there was a woman in the church and I don't know why her parents decided to name her Jezebel. Because she seemed to have caught the spirit of Jezebel in the Old Testament. She called herself a prophet. That means she could prophesy. A witch that could prophesy. And on top of that, I told you on Sunday that the spirit of Jezebel fights anointings. Just like the spirit of Jezebel fought against Elijah. Now, the spirit of Jezebel in, in the church, it targets anointings. It targets giftings. And so if you're a young man, you are gifted, you, you must be aware of the spirit of Jezebel. 
You are gifted. You are anointed. You are a worshiper. You are a preacher. You are a prayer person. Watch the spirit of Jezebel. It's meant to bring down anointings. And how did he do it? She taught them to commit sexual sin. That means they were probably virgins. But she taught them bad things. Jezebel. Probably going one after the other. And they are target. Their target is those that God has anointed. And this kind of spirit must be dealt with radically in the church. Look, I have a friend who is a pastor. He said there was a girl who came to join the church. And the guys around him, they had heard that this girl, every church she goes to, she just goes and floors the pastors like that. So the guys gathered themselves and they went to her. They said, You've come to church, we can't sack you. But we've heard of what you do. If you don't know and you bring this nonsense here, it's not prayer with you, we'll beat you. <laughs> they told him, as for our head pastor, don't even dream of going to his house. Do you hear? The day we hear you've gone closer, we will beat you. Do you understand what you are saying? It's called the spirit of whoredom. It's a, it's a prostitute there are temple prostitutes and there are witches in those pagan religions they have what we call temple prostitutes women who are there when people come and perform their what they call rituals and this and this they sleep with them and pay, pay them that's some in church don't sleep with the highest bidder all the time and these people they, they carry the spirit of witchcraft if you are a young man and you are not prayerful if you are a young man and you don't have the fire of God in you oh they will floor you right now and you see people think these people are people who dress provocatively they can wear sackcloth from head to toe <laughs> because what they are using is not physical beauty it's a spirit sometimes you see a man look at the wife and you look at the girl she's chasing you're like ah are you blind even your wife at her age God, you can't compare but it's a spirit it's a spirit no 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 they don't necessarily have to paint their faces no 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 they don't necessarily have to wear makeup even though some of them do and some of them dress provocatively they come to church and every day the elder women in the church are calling them Charlie, cover this, cover this, cover that, that that's a, it's a bad spirit it's a bad spirit so it targets talent it targets gifts, it targets anointings, look most stories you've heard of men of God who have been flawed by women, the women were witches they, they carried the spirit of witchcraft and some of them, especially their high-grade witches, and their camouflage can be so good. One man of God I know, he was preaching. He said he, a lady he employed as a secretary in the church. This lady came and she was so efficient. It's like, ah! Before he thinks of the thing, the lady has thought about the thing and executed it already. It's like, what? Who is this very efficient girl? And because he was a very prayerful person, he was praying one day and he just felt in the spirit, no. So the next day when he came to the office, he just confronted her. He said, who are you? 
and the lady began to shake. He said, who are you? He said, I'm a witch. I was sent to come and floor you. But you are too prayerful. There's too much fire in your life. That's why I've not been able to do it yet. May you be a prayerful man. May you be a prayerful woman. He sat there from the church. In fact, she herself resigned. He said a year later, another minister invited him to come and preach in this church. When he got there, this was the lady who was serving the pastor. Hey! Witchcraft in the church. He said this one, if you go and say, they'll say, you are jealous because he left your church and has come to my church. Witchcraft in the church. I was talking to a friend who is also in ministry. He said, there's this particular lady in the church. The lady doesn't like his wife. I said, she's a witch. How can you, no, how can you like the pastor but you don't like the pastor's wife? You hate the pastor's wife. Why, why do you hate the pastor's wife? If you don't have an evil agenda. Me, if you like me, then, then don't like me. <laughs> Take your liking. Hallelujah. The two shall be one. So if you like me, you have to like my wife. If you bring a problem to the person, the pastor says, speak to mommy. No, I can't talk to my mommy. I can't see you. I want to talk to. Why can't you talk to the, the wife of the pastor? Why can't you talk to the wife of the pastor? They are all manifestations. Hallelujah. Yes. Me, I have said it in this church before. The most important member of this church to me is my wife. I will never mince my words on that. All the rest of you, I love you, I, I everything, but the most important person to me in the church is my wife. I'm telling you. All of you, tomorrow you can decide that this man, he has lost the anointing, I'm leaving him. She's the only one who doesn't have that choice. She doesn't have that luxury because she's the only one I have a covenant with. I don't have a covenant with any of you. You can get up and leave me tomorrow and I can't say anything. But she says she's leaving me tomorrow. I say, Charlie, sit down. What are you talking about? Is that what you told me on 30th August 2008? And yes, I now catch her. That's not what you told me. So the most important person is my wife. Finish. So you can't like me and not like my wife. It's not correct. It is never acceptable. <laughs> it is never acceptable. And you see, this spirit, eh, when the gifted person makes the mistake of falling to the person, then manipulation also comes in. There are pastors who have been manipulating, manipulated into giving women church money. To keep them silent. Because they made a mistake of going to touch them. And it's like, look, I need if you don't do it, I shall blow the trumpet. And everybody will know your reputation. They will blackmail, blackmail, blackmail. 
and as some of them do when they don't get to do what they want to do they resort to lies to try and tarnish the image of the man of God it's not everything you hear about the man of God that you must believe immediately that some of the things they are lies that have been cooked from the pits of hell and me I have stated that there is a curse I have laid down hmm? if anybody makes the mistake of going to lab you know that curse you can put down <laughs> you put the curse down conditional curse you would there for home <laughs> Joshua put such a curse down. He said, the gates and the walls of the one who will rebuild it. You will build it with your AE and children. That's it. Conditional curses. I hear an Akazu Bible school. Bishop Dag has stated it's been written on a stone. Anybody who turns that Bible school into a secular university. You know some of the top universities around, secular universities, Princeton and all those, and they were seminaries. They were meant to train priests. And somebody came and changed the whole thing into... He said, anybody who changes it into a set, I hear the things that have been written that are, are crazy. I have laid down some curse behind. Whoever doesn't know, <laughs> and the person opens the mouth to lie about me. That hey, that if I had this, hey, Dr. Leslie, this is it. In fact, the moment you finish the sentence of the lie, the curse is activated. Oh yeah. Unless of course what you are saying is the truth. And by God's grace, I will not give you the chance for it to be true. I will not give you the chance for it to be true. We must be alert to this spirit. This spirit of whoredom. If I send you to go and pass the church somewhere and the girl is coming rolling her eyes at you, rebuke that spirit. And that spirit is not only feminine. They are males too. They come around and suddenly you forget all your scriptures. It's like I mean they wipe away. I mean every scripture you, you can't tongue boy charms and incantations that have been released into the system. Many great people have fallen to this this, this Jezebel spirit. I pray that it will not be your story in the name of Jesus. This spirit is not only working in church, it's even working workplaces and schools and, and stuff like that. When it infiltrates a place, eh? all sorts of things like as if people have lost their minds. People have become dogs all of a sudden. Infiltration of a spirit. Comes with all sorts of perversions. And these things, eh, you create the loophole. Simple thing like inappropriate text messages you are exchanging amongst yourselves. Why is it that when you want to chat with that particular person, it's only after 12 midnight? When you see somebody and the person is always trying to WhatsApp you after a certain ungodly hour, you must be careful of that person. You must be careful. Why is it that the, the thought of that person only comes to your mind after everything is silent? Why? There's a reason. So when it's 11.30, that's when you see. You see the person is typing. <laughs> you know, the green thing, typing. 
and the WhatsApp thing starts making that noise. And sometimes the conversation is ungodly. Too deep for comfort. You see, sometimes, eh, even when you are confiding in somebody of the opposite sex about your struggles, that's why me, I recommend when the problem is sexual in nature and you want to confide in somebody, most of the time, it's best to go for somebody of the same sex. Because recently I was talking to someone, the person said, hey, this lady came and was confiding in me and the kind of details she was giving to me and my temperature started rising. I said, look for somebody else and hand her over to. Doors are being opened to last. Doors are being opened to last. But some of you, instead of saying, you add, you go deeper. <laughs> you ask for further and better particulars. Asking all sorts of unnecessary questions which have no bearing on the solution you are going to give to the person. come to tell you I made the mistake I went to sleep with this how did you lie down how did you lie down how did you lie down how long did it take give me the process how did it how did that give me the solution. you see I want to hear how the thing process so that we find a solution that day when he came were you wearing a trouser you were wearing a skirt it was a skirt short or long was it opaque or transparent you ask for details that open you up because all these things you are asking you are imagining you are imagining and you are opening yourself up for last so you have finished counseling the person you prayed in the name of Jesus but when you go back home images Satan will start okay let's do a recap revision we are recapping the conversation that you had and you realize you are sweating, your temperature change. Now you are giving yourself more demons to fight against. May you not open yourself up to, to, to spirits of, of seduction. Spirits of hordom. The Bible talks about the strange woman. I believe that is unisex. Strange woman. So her, her lips drip with honey. Sometimes they speak nice. Well, those of you whose ears assume you are when they tell you nice things then Charlie your melting point has been reached you just disintegrate like that some of you too your morose reflex do you know what morose reflex is a baby when you try to put the baby down it opens up like that your morose reflex is too sharp when they are trying to put you down you must rather close up you understand some of you rather <laughs> I surrender. I am yours. You finish and you come and cry. Oh, I didn't know what happened. I fell. You didn't fall. You lay down. It was by choice. You decided. And let me tell you, one of the surest ways of passing on witchcraft is through inappropriate sexual relations. I'm telling you. It is a doorway you go and sleep with somebody and that night you dream and you are flying somewhere and you don't understand an impartation has taken place 
we create soul ties you know what soul ties are look when you sleep with people you are tying your soul to them there are ungodly soul ties that have caused people depression and it takes the power of God to break that's why God said you see don't sleep with people until you are married to them don't because it ties souls together so if you are here and you have that history tonight go and pray go and pray that Lord I break every soul tie release yourself because you see the, 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 the bond that is waiting for your future husband must be, must be free of any other bonds you understand or wife must be free of any other bonds if you have 10 bonds already the one that is left for the future husband is too weak or the future wife is just too weak go and pray and it just takes prayer through repentance and a prayer you pray and you break it that's all and you've released yourself and so all your bonding power is now left for just that one person hallelujah yeah some people are shy to pray certain prayer God he knows it already it's not like you are not going to inform him God, God I want to tell you something five years ago you know better he knows it already so pour out your heart let him know I made this mistake but now I shall never go back by your help yeah soul ties are very serious things you see a relationship an abusive relationship and the person cannot come out of it especially the ladies he beats you he insults you and it's like when he does the wrong thing you rather end up apologizing and begging him it's a soul it's a sign of a soul and some people too out of excess love they make covenants it's witchcraft too blood covenant let me cut my blood and then you to cut your blood and, we, and then you promise each other there are spirits around that like such things like, oh, oh hey something is going to show, show, show. they come here enter the whole thing there was one girl who did that innocently, JHS. Oh, small boy, small girl, laugh, and things like that. In the relationship, she went, and the guy traveled abroad. Like her parents took him abroad. In the relationship, he enters, the girl enters after she had grown. In the night, she will see spirits fighting her, all sorts of things. So she stopped dating men and started dating women. Because she couldn't date a man. She had a blood covenant with somebody. They looked like they were joking. But it's witchcraft. Those are the things witches do. She had to be taken to deliverance. They prayed for her and they broke that thing. Before she could have a successful relationship. Tonight we are going to pray. Somebody say we are going to pray. And we are going to close our ranks. Hallelujah. As a church. Against any projections of witchcraft. To bring confusion, to scatter us, to bring whoredom, to bring adultery, to bring fornication into our midst. We are going to form a wall of fire around ourselves. I want us to stand to our feet. I want us to stand to our feet. I want us to take this prayer very seriously. We must make the spiritual environment in the church too hot. In the name of Jesus. For witches and wizards to thrive. The, The fire in the house of God must be too much. Even if a witch infiltrates, that the power of that witch must be nullified by the by the power of our prayers. You want to pray tonight. You want to 
lift up the overflow worship center you see where god is taking this church it's 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 a glorious future and the enemy will want to put things in place to ensure that this glorious future does not come to pass there are people here with glorious futures glorious ministries great worshipers great preachers prophets apostles evangelists counselors child evangelists i mean we have great people around here we want to pray today we want to seal our ranks we want to command a protective wall of fire around this church we want to declare that no weapon of the enemy fashioned against us as a church shall prosper lift up your voice begin to pray right now lift up your voice begin to pray lift up your voice lift up your voice begin to pray oh i'm not hearing lift up your voice Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Every weapon of the enemy against this ministry. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Son of the Living God, we close our ranks. We close our ranks in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you form a protective wall of fire around each and every one of us in the name of Jesus we come against infiltration from the pits of hell infiltration from witches and wizards from the spirit of order in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth we trust you have been blessed by this message. For more information, reach us on 024-873-7250 or on our Facebook page, The Overflow Worship Center. Stay blessed.